Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. It's Tuesday the 10th of December. Coming up, millions made from hospital car parking. Parking charges are effectively a charge on people for being ill and the NHS has had a long period of underfunding and uh, patient care is getting worse in our hospitals. Young Maidstone fan dies from heart condition. Alfie was a 16-year-old boy devoted to his football and he was one very special little boy to a hell of a lot of people. And businesswoman ranked in power list. I'm super excited about helping local, national and international businesses next year really help them take forward their business ideas and business products. Kent Online News. First today, a man's been arrested following the sudden death of a man at a flat in Canterbury. Police were called to the property on George Ross Road late yesterday afternoon. We're told a man in his 40s is being held on suspicion of drug offences. An Ashford man who planned to abuse two girls has been jailed for four and a half years. Martin Freeman was armed with sweets and a fluffy toy when he was arrested in a Sainsbury's car park in the town in August following an undercover investigation. The 51-year-old from Oakenpole will serve another two years on licence. An investigation's found e- East Kent Hospitals Trust is in the top five in the country for the amount it's making in parking charges. The Kent and Canterbury QEQM in Margate and William Harvey in Ashford raked in a total of more than £4.7 million last year. Across England, one in three hospitals have put up the cost of pricing in 2018-19. to John Kell from the Patients Association says it highlights the need for more investment. Our view is that parking charges are effective a charge on people for being ill and they're levied on people because they're ill but it's also true that they generate income for hospitals at a time when the NHS has had a long period of underfunding and uh, patient care is getting worse in our hospitals. It can certainly be dreadfully expensive to have to park at a hospital and there's no denying that that charge is being levied on people when they when they are ill and because they are ill or because they um, care for somebody uh, who is ill. It's certainly possible to imagine schemes like those that, say, hotels use, where maybe the hospital would give you a, a code or a ticket that lets you leave the car park without having to pay a charge. That's probably going to be very complicated and lead to some big rows about whether someone's eligible or not. And it seems pretty invidious to have to draw a line between someone who has a real need and and not a real need, um, so to speak. And it would start to be more like the it would be like the welfare benefit system where actually making those eligibility decisions is really controversial and in practice will often be done very badly because the NHS is not going to be um, set up to uh, to do that justly. So. Overall, I have to say, we'd be pretty sceptical about any scheme along those lines. Having to pay a highly expensive parking charge at a time when you're unwell is another... I mean, it can be another inconvenience. Maybe in some cases it would make it harder to get into um, the hospital. I'm I'm not aware of any evidence of research that's found that. If you need hospital care then, and, and that's the only way that you can get there, then of course you've got no choice other than to do it and um, it's, uh, it can be extremely infuriating and, and, and you know, if, if you're on a low income it can be very difficult to find the money. You might have to make a saving somewhere else. Um, but at the same time, obviously you need the medical treatment, so, um, so that's what, that's what uh, people end up having to do. Charges for parking at hospitals are effectively a charge on people who are unwell and it's levied on them because they are unwell and we don't believe that's right. 
Equally, car parking charges generate revenue for hospitals at a time when the NHS has had a long period of underfunding. Our view is the NHS should be given a full and adequate funding settlement and car parking charges should be removed in the context of that. Saffron Caldery from NHS Providers admits paying for parking is not ideal, but often necessary. It's certainly clear from hospital trust perspective that we know that it's really frustrating for staff, patients and their families that they have seen increases in the cost of car parking. However, what we've got to remember is that car parks are really expensive to run for the trusts that own them and that you know, car parking facilities must be well maintained, they've got to be well lit and they've got to be secure and they've also got to provide the right kind of access for patients, for their families and staff and that does incur some substantial cost and really they have to find a way of meeting that cost. The government has estimated that it would cost around £2 million a year to abolish car parking charges altogether. And realistically, that funding would come out of the NHS budget. So that would impact on staff um, services for patients and um, wider services. So we've got to be really clear that basically, although it's not ideal to charge for car parks, it has to be done. It's absolutely the case that if, if hospital trusts have put up the um, costs of car parking, it's to cover the costs of maintaining those car parks. So, you know, things like maintaining them so that they um, don't pose a danger to the public, so that they are, you know, well maintained, so that the, you know, the tarmac is even, so that there aren't potholes, so that they're well lit so that there's the appropriate means of accessing them. That is quite an expensive job, and we know that the, you know, the, the cost of many things has gone up in recent years. Therefore, the cost of maintaining a car park also goes up. We know that those patients who have to use frequent hospitals frequently for continuing treatment like um, chemotherapy, and indeed those dealing with bereavement, are often offered concessions, they're offered free parking or cheaper parking to recognise the fact that they need to visit the hospital more frequently than others. So I think that there is recognition that many people who use services frequently will be paying a higher price, therefore they are given those concessions. And those concessions are either cheaper parking or free parking altogether. In many areas, um, it's really important to charge for parking because um, essentially hospital trusts and other trusts are right in the middle of of town centres where which are also expensive places to park and if if they offer free parking, then um, they get used by by people who wish to access other services, not hospital services. East Kent Hospital say they're one of the biggest NHS trusts in the country and all the money made from parking charges is put back into the trust. Kent Online reports. A man in his 30s has died following a crash near Snodland. The car he was driving collided with a tipper lorry travelling in the opposite direction on the A228 in Hauling yesterday morning. The road was closed.
closed for around eight hours. Police are keen to speak to witnesses or anyone with dash cam footage. A driving instructor from Medway who was convicted of assault after using a metal ruler to slap a student's leg during a lesson has now been acquitted. Majid Arshad from Kings North Road in Gillingham admitted using the ruler as an instructional aid to teach his pupils clutch control. A judge and two magistrates have reversed an earlier court decision. The 38-year-old says he's very pleased with the outcome. Shops are being urged to take some smart toys off the shelves over concerns they could be hacked, which says it's found products including walkie-talkies and karaoke microphones with security flaws that could allow strangers to speak to children. Kent Online News. The family of a young Maidstone United fan have spoken out after he died from a heart condition. Fans at the Gallagher tonight for their game against Chippenham Town will hold a minute's applause in honour of 16-year-old Alfie Weed. The teenager grew up in the town before moving to Hastings, but travelled back to games every weekend. He also trained with the club's team for disabled youngsters. His family will be raising money for a charity that supports the children's unit at the Royal Brompton Hospital where Alfie had treatment. Mum Helen has been telling us more about him. Alfie was a 16-year-old boy um, who loved playing Fortnite and was devoted to his football. Um, and he was one very special little boy to a hell of a lot of people. On Saturday at the Maidstone-Oxford match um, up in Oxford, um, they Maidstone United played a tribute to Alfie where they did a minute silence or a minute clap on the 16th minute of the game. Um, the same will be happening on Tuesday's game at Maidstone. Um, Friends and family will also be letting off balloons for Alfie before the match. I think because he was devoted and went there with his uncle and his dad and his granddad and his brother on occasions, um, he touched a lot of people there as well. The Royal Brompton Hospital, Sydney Street, London. I wouldn't have done to any other charity. They helped us over the 16 years. They help other families like us and it's to support the families and children whilst they're there and after and equipment. We've got a link to their GoFundMe page in our story at kentonline.co.uk. Kent Online reports. More than 8,600 people have been caught fare dodging on trains in parts of Kent over a four-week period. Fines have been handed out to people who didn't have the right ticket at stations in Medway, Sittingbourne and Gravesend. It's part of a crackdown on criminal behaviour by the British Transport Police and South Eastern. Over £2,000 has been raised to help repair damage to a church in Medway, which was broken into and ransacked over the weekend. St Margaret's in Raynham was targeted overnight on Saturday. A Just Giving page has been set up online to help pay for the cost of replacing a stained glass window and fixing other damage. A businesswoman based in Medway has joined the likes of Richard Branson and Stephen Fry in a list of the most influential people in the UK tech sector. Zoe Cairns, who's been running ZC social media for the last nine and a half years, has been ranked 86th in the Taito Tech 500 power list. She told Louisa on KMTV what that means. So it's a, a list that compiles together the UK influential people within the UK tech industry. At first I was going to mm. dismiss it, but then when we looked at the methodology they used it was really interesting on how they actually rank the people and how they find out who the influential people are 
It must be really amazing to be, as I said, alongside sort of Richard Branson and, and yeah, Stephen yeah. Fry. It's been really interesting, especially when you go over the list. There's lots of different names mm. in there, ranging from media to journalists to business leaders. Um, and it's been a great achievement. You know, I'm not someone that enters awards, but mm -hmm. seeing this is fab. And obviously you're based in Medway, but tell us yeah. a little bit more about your business. So we're a social media company based in Kent and we do social media training, management campaigns. We've been running for the last nine, nine and a half years. It's our 10th birthday next year. So this is just coming at the right time. So yeah, last local business. Absolutely, and obviously you set it up all, all those years ago. Did you yeah. ever imagine that it would kind of come to this? Yeah, no, um, I think when I first started it from my bedroom, mm. I didn't think that it would really take off, but by doing lots of networking and saturating everywhere, which was really key in building the brand awareness, it's really helped me push forward. And how important do you think social media is? Because obviously you're helping lots of businesses kind of reach yeah. out and, and uh, tap into lots of different audiences. How crucial do you think that is for any sort of business? I think for a business to really build their brand awareness, bring out their personality and people buy from people, I think it's really key. And going into 2020, it's all about conversational marketing, turning those conversations into customers. So I'm super excited about helping local, national and international businesses next year, really help them take forward their, their business ideas and business products. And have you got any exciting projects on the way that you can talk about? Yeah, <laughs> we've got something called Social Media in a Box that we've just created as a product. Um, that we've just brought out, which is all about where um, businesses can buy the box and it's got everything from masterclasses to resources and a social media journal. We're super excited about it. Kent Online News. Weatherspoon says it's planning to create around 10,000 jobs over the next four years. The firm's investing more than £200 million in new pubs and hotels across the UK and Ireland. A large part of the cash will be spent in smaller towns and cities, but it's not known yet where in Kent that might be. And finally today, racing camels are going to be the main ring attraction at the Kent County Show next summer. Expert jockeys will be putting on a performance at the showground in Detling. Tickets are now on sale for the three-day event in July. That's it for now, but don't forget you can go to kentonline.co.uk for more news throughout the day. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.